This is a Healthier Michigan podcast, episode 39. Coming up, we discuss ways to strengthen our immune systems. Welcome to a Healthier Michigan podcast, the podcast dedicated to navigating how we can all improve our health and well-being through small healthy habits we can implement right now. I'm your host, Chuck Gatica. Every other week, we'll sit down with a certified health expert from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and dive into topics that cover nutrition, fitness, a whole lot more. And on this episode, we're talking about healthy ways we can really boost our immune systems. With me again, Grace DeRocha, registered dietitian, certified health coach, certified supermom. Good morning. <laughs> you got a lot going on. You're all over the state. I mean, really, you you drive all over you. It's just so nice to get you in one place right here today. I'm always happy to see you. You well, make thanks. my life better. Oh, well, that's sweet of you to say. <laughs> well, okay. So we've got flu season, cold season, sniffling time. It seems yeah. like around the corner. Maybe it's here for your family already, right? Our immune system. Yes. I didn't even know mine was out of whack, <laughs> right? I feel great. It might not be. Yeah. You might be doing great. Okay. But it's a constant effort to make sure that we're doing things to continue to boost it, especially, you know, now that we're in that flu-ish cold season, it's getting colder yeah, out. Yeah. We want to make sure that we can do everything we can to help fight any colds or flus that might come our way. Okay, but I always have learned that you don't get sick when it gets cold. Doesn't it's cold true. kill off some germs too? It can. So why do they seem to go hand in hand then? This idea of the air is getting colder... And I get sicker sometimes. Do you know what I think, honestly, is when kids go back to school yeah, and there's more germs around, because that was last month, but we're still kind of right. beginning of the school year. And then I think that's why it happens. So honestly. we're spending more time indoors, including the kids, where yeah. germs hibernate more and germs. fester. And, yeah. and maybe in, another thing is like usually people think of fresh produce, like we kind of talked about. Mm-hmm. The last episode. Yeah, yeah, about farmer's markets, but... That the time for that is spring and summer, and then they get into comfort food season. Mm-hmm. So they're not feeding that body all that good nutrition that it needs to boost that immune system. So that binge watching I've been doing that keeps me in front of the TV, <laughs> probably not good that I'm just yeah, sitting all those in the scary house. Movies. Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, so how do we boost our immune system and what are the things that we can do to boost it? So we have to own this process. Okay. And be a little bit conscious about what we're putting into our body. There are some very specific vitamins and minerals that really can help. A few of them are, so there's two fat-soluble vitamins, vitamin A and vitamin E. And both of those, and they're fat-soluble, meaning that you need to have some fat in your system to help absorb those efficiently. Mm. So... When I say vitamin A, do you have any idea like what foods those might be? I would just think that's locked up in a vegetable somewhere, but I don't know where. Yeah, usually like your orange and yellow okay. type of fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. So it's funny because there's actually two types of vitamin A. There's some that you can get from meats that are within the meat itself. And those are preformed vitamin A. And then there is provitamin, which is more like in the fruits and vegetables, beta carotene. Mm-hmm. That's just okay. kind of another way to say vitamin A. Yeah. So carrots, squash, bananas, cantaloupe. What else is orange? Oranges. <laughs> yeah, right. And we think of oranges and orange juice and, oh, I'm getting sick or I've got a cold. And Yeah, and usually right. people think of that more with the vitamin C. Right. But, you know, what actually has way more vitamin C than an orange? What? A red bell pepper. Really? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, is that why? Like double. Yeah. <laughs> well, so then this notion that, and you talk about this all the time in terms of cooking with balance or making sure that we're just, you know, eating all kinds of different things. You yeah. just mentioned a whole list of things. Half of those could have been in my crock pot Absolutely. at one time, right? Absolutely. And vitamin A really helps support the lining of the digestive tract mm. and your lungs. So oftentimes when people do have a cold, it's kind of something in their lungs. Yeah. And because our immune system is basically all in our gut. About 80% of it is found in our gut. So if we can line that digestive tract to help work most efficiently, we're going to keep our immune system up. You know, this is great because what's old is new again in my mind. I'm thinking back to literally grandma's chicken soup. I mean, yes. when you think about stuff like that and you think about all the ingredients that could, from carrots to the chicken yeah. bones to whatever is right. in there, right? Bone broth, we hear yes. a lot about that. Absolutely. It was helping back in the day, and maybe they didn't, and we still don't know why. I know. I think there's a Mythbusters on it, and the Mythbusters came up with, yes, chicken soup is good for you. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't see that To one. help yeah. boost your immunity and keep you healthy. All right, so my digestive tract can be repaired, can be boosted, if you will. Always. Vitamin A. Yes. Vitamin C. What's vitamin C good for? You always hear this, like, like we talked about, the citrus and the orange. Yeah. Vitamin C is a water-soluble vitamin, so meaning that... We need some water to help our body absorb it efficiently. Mm. There's a lot of antioxidants with vitamin C. And what they really do is increase production of white blood cells. And our white blood cells help keep us healthy. So when you're talking about these vitamins, and I know there's a list that we're going through, and you've mentioned a few already, are these only vitamins that we can get naturally or do supplements still help us? You'd love to ask me this. Well, but, but you know, because I take a couple supplements a day, but then again, I don't know that it's doing me any good. So there's a few things I tell people. In a perfect world, we're getting it from our food. Yeah. Because it's called a supplement, because it's supplementing the diet. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think most people eat perfectly every day, me included. It's hard, right? Yeah. Things happen, you're in a rush, you skip a meal, whatever it might be. So what I would tell people is they can take a supplement, a multivitamin or something that is perfect for them and their body. Mm -hmm. But I would say anytime you're taking a supplement, make sure that it's third-party verified. And what that means is that a third party has checked to see that what it says that is in that bottle is in it. Mm. You'll see like a NSP or USP. Those are like two kind of stamps or labels that you'll find on a vitamin that's been third-party verified. Because it's not regulated by anyone. Well, you know, with vitamin C in particular, there are entire products and little packages that everybody gets hooked on right. at this time of the year where they think if they just dump that little package into a little bit of orange juice or mm -hmm. something, I'm going to feel better. Part of it could be mind over matter. I was just going to say, sometimes, right? yeah, and sometimes it could help if you are low and you need that boost. Yeah, yeah. But other times it might just be that placebo effect. And I, the mental health and focusing on being healthy yeah. and thinking that we're going to be healthy, I mean, that does play a role definitely in how we're feeling and how we can help boost our immunity. So did you give us all the tips on where to find C? Did we get so, through all of those? I kind of told you yeah. red bell peppers have 190 milligrams of vitamin C compared to oranges at 97. Come on. <laughs> I don't, wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So there's other things. Tomatoes. Oranges, green bell peppers also have more, 120 milligrams. So your bell peppers are your friend in the vitamin C category. Strawberries, broccoli, papaya, 
They also have uh, potatoes, even have some Brussels sprouts. My favorite yeah. my favorite veggie to dip in hummus now is a, the multicolor peppers. Yep. I don't know why I've gravitated to it, but I'm doing good, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, this is awesome. Good. Yeah, so you're going to get your vitamin C definitely from all of that. And you touched on vitamin E. That's yes. fat-soluble, right? It's also fat-soluble. It's a very powerful antioxidant that definitely helps fight infections. Yeah. And another important vitamin that we need to have anyways it comes in nuts and seeds, mm-hmm. some of our um, fats. So since it's a fat-soluble vitamin, it kind of makes sense that those are kind of paired together. Yeah. But you can definitely get that. And it also helps, again, with obviously keeping you healthy and boosting your immunity. Antioxidants, like fighting free radicals. So what that means is antioxidants fight free radicals. And free radicals come from a variety of things. They come from diseases like cancers. Mm or illnesses and colds or aging for that matter. Yeah. So anytime that we can have antioxidant filled foods and that vitamin E that helps boost those antioxidants, it's always going to be a good thing for our body. You know, it's funny when you point out some of these things, it's so basic and sometimes we lose track of this. Anecdotally, when I look at people that I would consider super healthy, when I see somebody that says, oh, I'm having a little palm full of um, raw almonds. Mm-hmm. I would say nine times out of 10, that person not only looks healthy, they are healthy. And I'm inspired because I'm thinking, well, if I just do some of that, I mean, really, you know, that person works out and they are having a little palm full of almonds. There's probably a good reason that they're healthier, trimmer, fitter, and we can just be inspired by that. Yeah. And there's definitely research that shows that being around people that are working on being healthier inspires you to be healthier. So, I mean, even think about your family unit. I feel like you and Susan do so great. And to keep that constant and inspiring one another, I mean. By tracking food on an app on my phone, which she didn't tell me, (laughs) she thought I was kind of crazy about it. Yeah. And then she finally said to me one night, I finally realized why you were tracking all your food, even at restaurants. And then she started tracking her food. So this adult peer pressure, in her (laughs) case, for somebody who drives me nuts, she can eat a Cinnabon and she'll lose two pounds. So she didn't even need to worry, right? But it was interesting that my new healthy habit, and I'm not saying I'm like some angel about eating. But like it was your accountability partner, like having that. And then you became her accountability partner. And now you guys are all this... Fused technologically. No, I believe in it. Yeah. Yeah. And I always tell people, whatever is going to work for them is what you should do. Mm -hmm. Always. You might even, you know already, but there's something about doing that. Yeah. I know Oreo cookies probably don't do it, but. (laughs) But they're vegan. Oh, there you go. You give me a new good (laughs) excuse. All right. So we're not done boosting. No. So um, selenium and zinc, those are two minerals that are found in a variety of things. You see, you can kind of see some zinc is almost becoming as popular as vitamin C. You'll see it added to a lot of these Mm -hmm. products that should help you with a cold or Or like there's like the zinc lozenges. The tabs. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but zinc Zinc is the one. It's definitely a good one. It's really important because it helps basically fight different bacteria Hmm. and viruses from entering the immune system. And it also keeps inflammation down. So when our body, and that's kind of a buzzword, but it's true. When our body is more inflamed for a variety of reasons, any stressor that's put on the body, even good stressors, like even exercise is a stressor Mm -hmm. on the body. But as long as we then nourish the body, you know, get sleep, and all that good stuff, drink water and eat healthy, these stressors and that inflammation will come down. 
So we have some naturally, but if that inflammation grows yeah. and there's too much, it decreases our immunity. So it's a vicious circle. Yeah, it yeah. really is. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we're getting zinc-rich foods. And what would those be? Selenium and zinc. Not a, not a, you know, a, a vitamin that we would take, a supplement. Right. So if we're talking about food with zinc, oysters. Do you like oysters? Uh, if they're cooked. I don't I like them raw. Oysters. Do you? Yeah. Most of your meats. So red meat, some poultry, crab, but then your legumes, beans and legumes definitely have some zinc in them as well. Dairy has a little bit, eggs. Those are like the most rich in zinc when we're talking about actual food products. When we're talking about selenium, so selenium is another one of those fight-free radical situations, mm-hmm. lowers inflammation as well, helps immunity. But selenium is found in different nuts. So Brazil nuts, do you like those? Okay. Those Sometimes, yeah. if they're mixed in with other nuts. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You like the mixed nuts. I do. pop a Brazil yeah, nut yeah. once in a while. So those have probably the most food-wise. But then some of our fish, so halibut, sardines. We talked about sardines before. Mm-hmm. Ham, eggs as well have selenium. So eggs are kind of, we love eggs. So, and really a good, well-balanced, and in some cases you do see threads of what you're saying that wander through a Mediterranean diet, that wander through an ancient diet, right? I mean, in terms of seeds and nuts and fish, right? Right, and getting some of that heart-healthy fat to absorb the things. Right. We have our bell peppers and our citrus. Yeah, it's funny because if you think about everything we've just named, I basically gave you a very holistic, nutritious, delicious diet with all food groups. Yeah. So well-balanced is a key. Yeah. Well, then talk about uh, probiotics. Oh. So you hear about a lot, you know, whether it's a kefir or whether it's even yeah. yogurt, right? How you can change your gut health. Yes. This is a big one. So probiotics are technically the good bacteria in your gut naturally. Okay. So we have it. We want to sustain it. We want to allow it to grow. So including some probiotic foods. So if you think of fermented foods, pickled foods, so sauerkraut, pickles, kimchi, mm. the yogurt, the kefir that you mentioned, those are all probiotic foods. Kombucha, that's a, okay, a big yeah, one right now. Yeah. All probiotic foods, all naturally are going to put good bacteria back into your digestive tract and gut. The key, though, is to piggyback that off of prebiotic foods. So prebiotic foods are basically the foods that fuel the probiotics, that feed them. Okay. Since probiotics are living and growing. So I always think, I always tell people, this is my analogy. If probiotics are the plants, then your prebiotics are the sun, water, and and fertilizer fertilizer for those probiotics to grow. And what is a prebiotic? Basically, fruits and vegetables, of course. Oatmeal is a good one. Yeah. Apples. Things with some fiber are going to help fuel and feed that probiotic to keep living and growing. And again, since we talked about 80% of our immunity is in that gut, having that healthy probiotic living and growing is key. So what you're telling us is if we back up to the prebiotic stage and we're actually feeding our bodies that stuff, so throwing that in, right, Mm -hmm. to the compost inside the gut, we are actually helping ourselves. Maybe we don't have to worry about adding probiotics. It all just kind of works out. Because a lot of us, I don't ever think of adding, I do eat some yogurt, you know, some triple zero yogurt, but I don't really think of it as being a probiotic. I'm eating it because it's got protein and it's good for you. And So I would tell people that I would like them to try to have some probiotics mm. pretty regularly. Purposefully. Purposefully, yes. Okay. Only because we do so many other things to our body and to our digest, like foods that we have and enjoy or lack thereof, 
that don't allow that probiotic to thrive in the gut. So try to make a conscious effort to somewhat have some probiotics. And I know people, and you may as well, so mm-hmm. forgive me for getting on my little soapbox here. You can't tell me because you're not <laughs> watching the video. But I know people who are on so many antibiotics. Once yes. we get to the end of fall and winter, all the way into spring, because they're always in some kind of a cycle of sickness. Yes. That that is killing off the good bacteria in your gut, right? The Correct. antibiotics. It's killing off the germs, but also killing off that stuff. So if you're not counteracting that, no wonder they're on this cycle. Correct. That seems like they're always sick. Absolutely. Yeah. So that is, I mean, anyone who's on any regular medication. Yeah. You know, if you drink a lot of coffee, if you have a lot of alcohol, like those things will kill some of that probiotic in the gut. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So, so those are those are busters, yes. right? Yeah. And what, there, there must be a list of those too that we yeah. should avoid maybe? Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Processed foods. Okay. I mean, if you think of a processed food, there isn't really any probiotic or prebiotic or many vitamins or minerals usually in there. There mm-hmm. might be some but not the overly processed ones. And when we're, before we go through the whole list, and you've already hit on a few of these of immune system busters, can we actually counteract that? So if I have a drink, if I have a glass of wine, yeah, uh, maybe I'm killing off some good bacteria, but as long as I'm bringing balance to this first list of immune boosters, yeah, right? you can definitely balance that out. And, and again, in moderation, yeah, totally fine, because there are some benefits to some wine yeah. for your heart. And different nutrients that we find in wine as well. But like when we overdo anything, whether that be alcohol or coffee or processed foods or sugar, too much added sugar, we just have to be careful to make sure that we're maintaining a focus on these nutrient-dense foods. If you think about this, not calling anybody out right now, but if you think about people in your life that eat healthy, they're usually barely ever sick. You'll notice that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Where people, when you notice that they are not eating their healthiest. And like another thing with the gut that I think is important to kind of think about is that 90% of serotonin is produced in our gut as well. And a lot of people don't know that. And serotonin is a natural chemical that we have in our body that it's our happy hormone. It helps us feel happier. Like Mm -hmm. So piggybacking off of not only our immunity and body health, but our mental health. Doesn't serotonin also at night help you sleep better? Isn't so that's that? melatonin. Melatonin. Okay. I knew there <laughs> yes. was a tonin involved. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But still, like when we have better balance of that happy hormone in our yeah. body, we have more energy. Our mental health is in a better place. We're probably more active. Right. It's fascinating. It really is. And the stuff you're talking about is so simple. And I know I kind of blew past on this list. Herbs and spices are included in the booster list, right? Things that you would normally add to a dish, you can actually be helping your gut health. Right. So I would say less salt and less fat that you don't need for flavor. And, you know, we've talked about this already before, but those herbs and spices can offer so many different health benefits along with adding flavor to your food. So ginger, ginger's a great one. You know, you hear that, like, if you have a tummy ache, have some ginger or ginger ale. Right. Ginger tea. Yeah. Ginger is great for, like, even fighting viruses and bacteria, um, helping suppress coughs or sore throats or helping a tummy ache. Turmeric, anti-inflammatory. Make sure you have it with black pepper. Garlic, a great one. Antibacterial, antifungal, can prevent colds. Mm Mm-hmm. Honey is also, even though... 
it kind of falls into a sweetener, but it's a natural one. Yeah. Yeah. In moderation, naturally, you know, any of my friends that are singers always are like, I have to have honey because it can help coat your throat, but it also helps coat your insides and it's antibacterial, antifungal. Well, we've heard that forever. Uh, grandma's chicken soup and then, of course, honey, lemon, and, yeah. and tea, tea, right? Right. Helps you <laughs> when you're sniffling your way through life. The idea that how bad sugar and salt, we know about that idea, right? Mm-hmm. Too many milligrams of salt. It's all kind of locked up in a lot of processed foods. Even yes. if you're on the go and you're doing the drive through thing or right. you think you're doing yourself a good, healthy lunch by bringing a can of turkey chili. Right. Holy cow. Look yes. at the contents of that can. Sugar, what does that do to your immune system? How is that hurting you? So, okay, this is how, when we're talking about our gut health, too much added sugar will help damage kind of that lining Ah. of our gut. So when you're thinking about sugar, you want to make sure that you're trying to get it from natural places like your fruit. Or honey, as you mentioned, right? Yeah, or honey. Yeah. But still being careful not to have too much. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we know the prevalence of type 2 diabetes and diabetes here. And added sugar can add weight, be bad for your gut health. And And didn't I just read something about inflammation with sugar too, right? Yep, sugar, salt, both can increase inflammation in the body. Because if you think about it, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain this. So if you're picturing your body and your blood vessels mm-hmm. and it's flowing, but when you have added sugar in your blood vessels, they'll start to stick to excess fat. Same with salt. Wow. So these things that are in excess, then those can cause heart disease and also cause inflammation in the body. And it does make perfect sense. And if you're not hydrating, yes. which creates that flow to helps it keep moving right. along like a nice river or stream, yeah. that's an added downside, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, our blood is water. Grace DeRosha, this is so simple. <laughs> Why am I not in better shape? Well, because life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I mean, you know, we're all tempted to do the drive through thing or yeah. every once in a while. It's, it's dessert season right, right. here. We come, we're knocking on the door of... <laughs> Pumpkin everything. Oh, my gosh. And Halloween candy, which then here comes Thanksgiving, which then here comes oh, holidays. Oh, my Halloween gosh. Candy. Yeah. So the average American has 3.5 pounds of candy during this Halloween Stop season. Stop it. What? Yeah. Holy cow. Who's eating all the rest of my Kit Kats? I do not get three and a half pounds of candy. <laughs> I tell people you probably do. You think? Yeah. Wow. So I remind people, make sure that you're watching your kids and so that they're not binging on yeah. all the candy at one time. So if there isn't enough reason to steer away from tobacco, yes. how do tobacco products hurt the immune system? I mean, tobacco is a foreign chemical that you're putting into your body. Hmm. And foreign chemicals read by the body in the long run get attacked by the body. So there you have it. Yeah. You know, any kind of tobacco, recreational drugs, anything that you might be adding to your system that doesn't belong there. Our bodies are very smart. You know, as we've been talking about, it's smart. It doesn't know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. It only knows what you're doing to it. So that's even more important of a reason why we need to be proactive and thoughtful about the choices that we make. We haven't even gotten into this idea of autoimmune disease. Yes. And one of the fastest growing autoimmune disease things is celiac disease, yep. where you need to be gluten-free, right? Yes. So can this help boost people's immune system if they've got that kind of a problem? Potentially. It potentially could. Yeah. I'm sure there's research on it that I need to read and look up, but I feel like you bring up a really great point. I mean, oh. 
you know, we've talked about this in the processed food episode sure. and different episodes about just being a little bit more conscious about what we're putting in and hoping that we can make better choices so that one, we stay healthy, two, we can boost our immunity, and three, that we live happier. So we can eat better. What about lifestyle tips? Yeah. So I kind of touched on them, but didn't really go into it. Obviously, exercise, regular exercise and moving our body is a great way to stay healthy. I always tell people one of the best medicines helps you lose or maintain weight, mm. helps you sleep better, helps give you more energy, help you helps you feel happier, along with fighting chronic conditions like you know, heart disease, hypertension, cancer, diabetes. That's not enough of a reason. But again, like I said, exercise can be a stressor. So because of, and naturally, not anything bad, but you want to make sure then you're fueling your body accordingly. Pre-fuel, post-fuel, good nutritious food, but then also getting enough sleep. Mm. So most people don't get enough sleep. Uh, one in three adults aren't getting enough sleep. We're supposed to get seven to nine hours a night. Yeah. So I'm probably one of those seven-hour-a-night guys. That's good. If I'm lucky. Yeah. And I probably don't need it. I'm not a napper. But I can understand how, you know, that and exercise. Of course, now my watch tells me it's time, <laughs> not this watch today, but my watch will tell me it's time to stand. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And I'm doing it. Yeah. My watch is the boss of me sometimes. I mean, adequate sleep, like, will help us with T-cell production and if we don't get enough, mm-hmm. that T-cell production decreases, which impacts our whole entire body. So T-cells are important for us to be healthy, boost our immunity. And you feel better, you know? You feel better yeah. when you get your sleep in. Yeah. And then stress. You mentioned there's good stress and bad stress. Yes. I mean, you know, some stress is okay. You want to, you do want to try to tear down a little muscle fiber so it builds back up. Right. That's still Absolutely. stress. Yeah. A stress around the body exercise. Yeah. But, Constant long-term stress and poor mental health mm-hmm. increases cortisol levels in the body, which is a hormone that we naturally have. But with those increased levels of cortisol, one, it's a stressor on the body. It increases inflammation and then suppresses our immune system response. Boo, we don't want that. So everything you're saying makes so much sense. And when we talk about this hypothetical person in our lives or people we know, Have you ever found a way where you can deal with, I mean, you're an expert, but you can also, you must have to walk a fine line in your life because you could be over-splaining to people all the time. I mean, yeah, I don't tell people on a plane I'm a dietitian and health coach anymore. (laughs) Because that's the rest of the flight? Yeah, yeah. because then I'm counseling the whole plane. Yeah, yeah. But, you you know, I mean, and I'm a real person. Sure. Trying to live my best, healthiest life, and it's hit or miss at times, but... Being conscious about it and doing our best. And there's, I think, different people tackle these things in different ways. Mm -hmm. So you have to be real. Like, what kind of exercise do you find fun that you want to do? Because if you told me to go run, I would say, nope. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. And what ways do you deal with stress? Is it having time alone? Is it maybe being more social and having time with your friends? Like, Figuring out who you are, what helps de-stress you, what helps motivate you and drive you to eat better. Yeah. Is it like making sure the whole family's on board? Is it, you know, you kind of talked about that with you and Susan, making sure that you're on the same page helps drive those healthier behaviors. And then in the long run, will increase your immune system. So being a good example, starting with the list of things you've given us in this podcast, yes. is a really good starting place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if you take care of your body, your body will take care of you. And I just, uh, I know this because I've kind of dug into the research now on 
dementia, memory issues, mm -hmm. they are finding more and more that eating, exercise, good heart health equals mm -hmm. sign good brain health. Absolutely. So this is a circle that's going, you know, yeah. you're showing us from your gut through your entire body. It really is true. It's all emanating outward. Well, and I don't know if you heard this before, but the gut is called the second brain because wow. there's literally like they're connected. Yeah. And so that's that's why that serotonin being made there. And then we all know like the heart is kind of the driver of everything that beats and pumps through us. So if there's one takeaway, one thing we could start today, what would you say it is for good immune health? What should be the one thing we should think about when it comes to boosting? Because you've given us oh, a, a so good list. I would tell people to, one, look at where they're at today. What are you already doing pretty good? Mm -hmm. And then what can you do better? I feel like most adults probably need more sleep. Yeah. They need to drink their water. And even if you could have more fruits and vegetables, you know, whatever these little things, maybe you need, maybe you're pretty sedentary and just starting to take little walks throughout yeah. your day. Yeah. Even standing up a little bit more. So take a real hard look at where you're at and what can you improve upon? Because, oh yeah, we did talk about a lot of things. You know, are you maybe having too much alcohol on the weekends where you don't need to have that? Mm -hmm. And you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but if you, you're telling us if we take care of our immune health, it'll take care of us. And this is a good time of the year to start to experiment. If you, right. And if you're adding broccoli to your diet, I'm just making it simple, right? Yeah. If you, you're also getting the fiber and you're getting the vitamins yes. and it's all, it's all helping all the other systems of your body. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would say... I'm going to blow your mind right now. So we often think of a pharmacy where we get medicine, P-H-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Yeah. But maybe if we start thinking of a farm, F-A-R-M-A-C-Y, ah. to help us, let, let food be thy medicine. Let it heal interesting. you. Interesting. Very interesting. I would like to prescribe that kind of F-A-R-M pharmacy. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go. I prescribe matzo ball soup to everybody. <laughs> you know, just a good chicken soup as we head into the season made with good, solid vegetables. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Yum. Well, good to see you again. And you're looking very healthy today, I might <laughs> <Thank> add. You. <laughs> you're encouraging me now to make sure I'm I'm going out to lunch after this with a buddy. I'm loading up on the veggies. I think yes, it's a good thing do to it. do. Hey, we're glad you were listening today to uh, a Healthier Michigan podcast. It's brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan. If you'd like to know more about the show, if you like the show, check us out online, ahealthiermichigan.org slash podcast. You can leave us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher. You can get new episodes, old episodes on your smartphone or tablet. We've got a, a really great lineup. What is this? We're episode 39. So there's a ton of stuff about de-stressing, exercise, where to go run in the state, just get outside and enjoy it, even as the air gets a little colder. All kinds of great stuff in previous episodes as well. If you want to subscribe, go to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Wishing you the best of health today. I'm Chuck Gatica. Take good care. <laughs>